Hello, this is Ron Powell, and you're listening to Fast Forward on the World Transformed. This program presents conversations with thought leaders who are shaping our future through new ideas and new technologies. In this edition of Fast Forward, Pascal Desmarais, founder and CEO of Hackalade, talks with our hosts, Phil Bowermaster and Stephen Gordon, about data modeling in the age of NoSQL databases and agile development. When it comes to managing data for modern, agile environments, is data modeling a roadblock? Or is it, in fact, one of the keys to achieving agility? If traditional data modeling will no longer support what businesses need today, what are the alternatives? Let's explore. The future begins right now. Live to see it, friends, and welcome to the world transformed. This program is your guide to an astounding future that lies ahead, a future that will be here sooner than you think. I'm Phil Bowermaster, and I'm pleased to introduce our very special guest for today's program, Pascal Desmarais. Pascal is the founder and CEO of Hackalade, a company that focuses on producing user-friendly, powerful visual tools to smooth the onboarding of NoSQL technologies into corporate IT landscapes. Hackalade software combines the simplicity of data modeling with the power of NoSQL databases to provide reduced development time, increased application quality, and lower execution risks. Pascal, welcome to Fast Forward on the World Transformed. Hello, Phil. Thanks for having me on the show. Great having you with us, and also with us in the virtual studio is my co-host, Stephen Gordon. Stephen, why don't you get things started for us today? Thanks, Phil. Pascal, welcome to the show. You have written about how the role of data modeling has evolved and how it's being re-examined in light of new technologies and processes. Is data modeling still a critical piece of the puzzle for businesses? How is our thinking about it changing? Well, reality or not, the perception nowadays is that data modeling has become a bottleneck and doesn't really fit in an agile development approach. Plus, with NoSQL being schema-less, the perception often is that there's no need for data modeling ahead of coding. You may pretend that it's not happening or blame complexity, speed of change, culture, or developer's mentality. Or you can argue that data modeling is actually agile. In the meantime, data modelers feel left out of the development process, and that's because they are. They fear for their jobs long-term, if not sooner. This is a recurring theme we've been sensing at every Fortune 500 companies across the U.S. and Europe when we give our training called Agile Query-Driven Data Modeling for NoSQL. The reality is that data modeling needs to be reinvented in order to remain relevant. And since there's so much baggage associated with the term data modeling, maybe we should just give it a less threatening name, such as schema design. Here, the purists generally stop stop me to say, wait, you can't go straight into physical modeling without first doing the conceptual, then the logical models. 
Well, maybe, but that's part of the issue. And if you can't demonstrate that you facilitate speed to market, then you risk being viewed as being in the way. And autonomous, agile teams will try to get around you. You know, you mentioned logical modeling. And one of the alternatives that's often mentioned for maybe facilitating the process a little bit better, maybe making things a little bit more agile, is just to do the logical data modeling approach, just do a logical model rather than the traditional full approach. But you're not of the opinion that that's a viable way to do things in the current environment. Why is that? Well, if we work our way backwards in the traditional sequence, conceptual, logical, and physical modeling, we all know by now that schema design is actually more important with NoSQL than with relational databases. And that's because JSON is so powerful and flexible, but uh, really it's not very forgiving. So logical modeling still makes sense when aiming to achieve an application-agnostic database design, which is still best served by relational database technology. But when designing a NoSQL database, which should be application-specific to leverage the benefits of the technology, it becomes apparent that logical modeling is a counterproductive step. Since logical modeling is supposed to be normalized, while NoSQL schema design will be mostly denormalized, then why go through the logical modeling exercise at all? Hmm. Some sort of conceptual modeling continues to be required to document the understanding and blueprint of the business. So we want to keep that step. But when dealing with NoSQL and agile development, what we propose is that domain-driven design should replace conceptual modeling. Then, driven by business rules and application screens, reports, and queries, we can map directly from domain aggregates in bounded context of domain-driven design straight to the design of the NoSQL physical schema, thereby bypassing logical modeling. Pascal, how does domain-driven design address the kinds of problems that organizations run into with complex systems? Well, creating an enterprise model is, an, is achievable for the initial incarnation of software systems. But without care and attention, inherent domain and technical complexity will over time turn big monolithic applications into a pattern that's known you know, as a technical term as the big ball of mud. Uh, change is risky, and the best developers spend valuable time fixing technical complexity and technical debt instead of adding value in domain evolution. So domain-driven design is a language and domain-centric approach to software design for complex problem domains. It recognizes that over time, an enterprise conceptual model will lose its integrity as it grows in complexity and as multiple teams work on it and as the language becomes ambiguous. So with domain-driven design, you decomp decompose 
really complex problem. So you can be effective at modeling bounded contexts uh, that are defined with unity and consistency. So domain-driven design promotes the use of a ubiquitous language to minimize the cost of translation between business and technical terminology and to enable insights into the domain thanks to a shared language and collaborative exploration during the modeling phase. So domain-driven design consists of a collection of patterns, principles, and practices that enable teams to focus on what's core to the success of the business while crafting software that tackles the complexity in both the business and the technical spaces. One such pattern is, is an aggregate, which is a cluster of domain objects that can be treated as a single unit, for example, an order and order line. So that really simplifies, uh, this approach simplifies the whole uh, enterprise model. That's great. So, Pascal, it sounds like the domain-driven design is addressing a lot of the problem space that we see here, but how's that going to map then to the concepts behind agile development, and then how's that all going to fit into the NoSQL world? Yeah. So, uh, some people think that um, agile means uh, lack of discipline, lack of rules, uh, that you can skip steps such as uh, design. But there's actually nothing in the agile manifesto that suggests that uh, anyone should skip design. It suggests actually that uh, the design should be in evolutionary and iterative. And domain-driven design goes a step further and encourages an iterative process, first at the strategic level to divide the complex work and focus on what's really important to the business. Then at a tactical level, it suggests to understand the details of each bounded context. So on the database side, relational modeling is vastly different than the types of structures that application developers use. So data, you know, database joins, for example, slow down performance and lead to uh, what's known as object relational impedance mismatch, which causes developers to move away from relational modeling and towards aggregate models as suggested by domain-driven design. So when an aggregate is retrieved from the database, the developer gets all of the necessary related data, thereby facilitating the manipulation. So in other words, NoSQL uh, technology fits uh, agile development a lot better thanks to a structure that would have been defined through uh, domain-driven design. So the, uh, this NoSQL document structure corresponds to the structure of a programming object in a much, much better way than a relational database does, and at the same time can closely represent domain-driven design aggregates as uh, domain objects. Um, this brings us back to um, our proposal that logical modeling should be avoided. Why would you break down domain aggregates that have been de defined in domain-driven design into normalized entities only to reassemble them again during the physical schema design process? If you had a logical model, 
how would you go about doing your NoSQL schema design with no knowledge of what queries and reports will look like? In other words, how would you perform entities aggregation without the context of the application screens and their content? Pascal, with your domain objects and aggregates well-defined and mapped to the corresponding parts of the NoSQL document structure, how do you then move on to schema design? Well, um, having defined the aggregates of a bounded context, it becomes necessary to create additional artifacts, mainly a pragmatic charting of workflows and business rules. I'm not talking about a full BPMN or business process model and notation. That would be hard to produce, maintain, and digest. You also need to produce mock-ups or wireframes for application screens and reports. What's important here is not to fall into the same traps as reviewed earlier with enterprise model. What we want is you know, pragmatic uh, artifacts. And the creation of these artifacts are very important because they tend to reveal points of attention that may have been overlooked in the domain-driven design phase. So based on the streamlined process, the actual schema design steps should become clearer. And the flexibility and power of JSON becomes your next challenge. It seems so intuitive at first, it's really easy to overlook the potential traps. Let's say you've agreed to denormalize and aggregate information into one document. That seems really easy at first, but the next question is, how are you going to do that? Because there are so many different ways you can do these aggregation and this denormalization that members uh, of your team should discuss how you should actually do it. Do you want to embed partial duplicates or snapshot of remote entity data, or do you refer to remote entity data with one or two-way referencing? There's no hard and fast rule about how you do it. You just need to do what, what's right to service your application. And I can list a few factors that can influence the choice in relationship expression. So here's a list, you know, what about cardinality? Does cardinality lead to practical or technical issues? Or a second point could be strength of the entity relationship. Do they actually conceptually belong together? How about query atomicity? What info needs to be returned together? Or update atomicity? Must it all change together? Etc. Etc. document size, coding complexity, all of these are questions that your team needs to address before embarking in one direction or another. So when you look at a list of those kinds of issues, in some ways we're dealing with many of the same challenges that we always have. And that raises for me the question of if we have evolved away from data modeling, what's going to happen to all the data modelers, if we're still dealing with the same issues that we've, that we've been dealing with, maybe in a different form or at a different stage in the process, is there, is there a future for these folks? Well, as I just explained, the exercise of designing a NoSQL database is far from being a, a trivial exercise. Right. There's, uh, you know, the dynamic and evolutionary nature of JSON, of JSON structures is actually a wonderful opportunity 
that uh, should not be spoiled by careless approach. So, yes, of course, uh, you know, developers are certainly capable of doing their own schema design, but is that the best allocation of resources? I think that in enterprises, you know, dealing with any kind of application complexity, it actually becomes quickly obvious, or it's obvious to me at least, that data modelers are getting an, a tremendous opportunity to demonstrate their contribution to the quality of agile development. Data modelers bring in years of experience in data modeling, in asking the right questions, and their experience in doing the data modeling for relational databases has actually trained them to naturally do a lot of things that are not only useful for data modeling of NoSQL, but actually will help make it a lot more successful. And you know, th those core experiences are things like focusing on the core business use case, being pragmatic about the models without being over-ambitious or perfectionist. It's about revealing hidden insights and simplification, experimenting with different designs to reach a flexible solution, uh, challenging assumptions and looking at things from a different perspective, facilitating the dialogue between different application uh, stakeholders. Um, all of the, these things are things that data modelers do naturally. And so I think that data modeling is no longer an exercise taking place just in the early stages of an application life cycle. Data modeling becomes a part of the iterative agile development and continuous integration loop. Uh, so it adds value every step of the way. So the question is not... Can this be done by developers, but is it the best allocation of resources to have developers do that instead of data modelers who have a mind trained for that kind of exercise? So I believe that data modeling really has a role in every step of the agile development process, including in production databases, where we see that Data modeling can be used to reverse engineer production NoSQL databases to discover new fields and structures that may have been added overnight and provide documentation that can be used in the critical context of GDPR and privacy regulation. So the question is, of course, like with every major shift that is underway, people have two possible attitudes. Uh, in front of those changes. They can resist the change or can embrace it. And I think that data modelers should not fear agile development. They should enthusiastically embrace the change, become the developer's best friends, and demonstrate their tremendous added value to achieve together a high-quality application. As with so many other professions, it sounds like data modelers have to embrace change. And which obviously is a better option uh, than to just become extinct. Pascal, thanks so much for taking time to talk with us today. Well, uh, thank you very much. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of Fast Forward on the World Transform. My thanks to Ron Powell and Stephen Gordon, and our special thanks once again to Pascal Desmarais for being with us today. And thank you all for listening. We hope you will join us again as we continue to explore a future that's unfolding before us in unexpected ways and at a breathtaking pace. And until next time, live to see it. To learn more about Hackalade and their Agile 
visual approach to data modeling, go to hackalade.com. That's H-A-C-K-O-L-A-D-E.com. To learn more about this program, visit worldtransform.com. Thanks for listening.